Floridians, welcome to the Two Minute Podcast Preview, and we're coasting like we're chilling on a sea dew. Woo! It's my little rhyme for right now. This beat brought to us by Adrian Surratt, aka DJ Dree. DJ Dree, shout out to you on your recovery. Please go ahead and follow him in his SoundCloud. And in this two minute podcast preview, I want to break down exactly what you guys are going to be hearing today. But first, I want to give a special shout out to all my supporters. That would be Collier, who was recently vaccinated. Congratulations, Collier. Justin. Then Mike. Dude, love Mike. Love your food journey, Mike. Love, love, love watching that on your Instagram. And then Gina, Dawn, Susie, Peter, Kelvin, and Lindsay, who I believe might also be vaccinated. All right, with a minute remaining in the two-minute podcast preview, I want to say... Thanks so much for listening. Allie Jennings is my guest today. She is a notable actor, a podcaster. We get into that. She loves rom-coms. She's an L.A. girl now. Uh, really enjoys Zillow. We talk about Winneka. We talk about John Hughes. We talk about Kanye. We talk about grocery store sushi. We talk about Zillow. We talk about our shared experience of working in Oklahoma City together. This whole episode is a true delight. And keep an ear out for Ali's robot voice that comes through a few minutes in. Anyhow, thanks for listening. Check the details. In the details of this episode, you'll find a link to Ali's podcast, to Adrian Surratt, DJ Dree's SoundCloud, and links to become a supporter of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy this episode with Ali Jennings. Wake up, Ali, I think we got a podcast to do. We've been in lockdown for 12 months and I bought 12 pairs of shoes, one for each month. Hey, Floridians, thanks so much for tuning in. I have the wonderful, the fantastic, uh, the talented, the hardworking, the dedicated, Allie Jennings for, from Winneka, Illinois on the program. Allie, how are you? I'm so good, Peter. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. I mean, obvious choice. We go back about 14 months. I think we've known each other. Yes, we met right before the pandemic uh, happened. Oh my goodness. <laughs> truly, truly. All right. Well, um, thanks so, so much, Floridians, for tuning in. I want to get to Allie uh, and... Oh, we got to do plugs up top. That's just, that's just the way we do it. And then we have so much to talk about, but uh, uh, plugs up top. Allie, what can you drive uh, all the listeners to check out uh, that you're doing? Yes, um, I, I would love to plug my podcast uh, called P.S. I Love Rom-Coms. It's a rom-com review podcast where uh, me and my co-host Mia watch, rate, and relate rom-coms to our own lives. And it's weekly oh. and it comes out and you can find it wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's fantastic. What a, what a great ad read too. <laughs> oh, I have it memorized. <laughs> <laughs> What's, uh, do you have a favorite rom-com? I do. I do. Okay. Um, so it? In, in, here's the thing. And this is controversial. Uh, oh, wow. But my favorite rom-com is Dirty Dancing. And some people go, Dirty that's Dancing. too serious to be a rom-com. It's not funny enough. And um, 
Uh, that's one of the reasons why I like it so much is because it not only takes it on- sparks, It sparks controversy. It sparks controversy. Well, it does. <laughs> it takes on romance. It takes on some laughter. It takes on class. Mm. It also takes on abortion rights. It's it, so much happens as in this movie. It was like a $5 million budget movie. Wow. They were able to do so much with it. They, it was like a constant uphill battle written and produced by two like badass women. I yeah. love it. I love it for many reasons, but Dirty I Dancing. Just, I mean, and we all love Swayze, of course. He's incredible. I mean, he's, he was a professional ballet dancer when he was younger. No kidding. And so th that's why he's such a good dancer in the movie is because he is a dancer. Um, oh, wow. I, I am told that that is one of the few films made throughout the years that uh, is shot through the female gaze. Is that, would yes. you agree? Yes, Peter, yes. You have hit the nail on the head. <laughs> there are, uh, I mean, and I think that's why uh, they shoot this sex scene. Like I've watched a lot of sex scenes because I watch a lot of rom-coms. Hey, and me the too, they... just, just about every day, you know, around <laughs> four or five o'clock when I'm bored. Uh, watch, watch the um, but the, the way that they shoot it is um, they have these like very long tracking shots of Patrick Swayze's body. Oh, yeah. And you usually see those kind of tracking shots for women. Um, mm -hmm. Like you see them in James Bond movies all the time, like these long panning up and down women's bodies. Yeah. But in Dirty Dancing, you see these long panning shots of Patrick Swayze. Of Swayze, RIP, the ghost. Uh, is that what makes it a great rom-com to you? Or what? what is uh, part of the formula that makes a great rom-com is that element of the female gaze? Yes, yeah, yeah, I think I think the fact that it was written by a woman mm. um, and it's about a woman. I There are great rom-coms about men written by men, uh, but this one yeah. is a, and it's based off of a true story, um, yeah. which I also think a lot of great rom-coms are based off of true stories um, as well. Um, and the dancing is just oh, so good. Yeah. Choreographed by Kenny Ortega, uh, oh, wow. director of High School Musical. <laughs> no kidding. Well, that's yeah. fantastic. Uh, well, Allie Jennings, we, we, first off, let's say this. At some point in this podcast, there's a very good chance that you will uh, turn into a, your voice will uh, be robotic. Right, and yes. that's just that just that's just with the uh, materials that we're working with, right? That's just you know. Yeah, here. you know, Peter, I'm a woman on a budget, and so <laughs> I bought my my podcasting mic on Amazon. Um, oh wow! And you know that the efficiency of shipping and the free shipping comes at the price of quality sometimes, and also um, Amazon workers getting. Um, you know, basic uh, <laughs> worker rights. Um, it's the, you know, there's a reason why this mic is so cheap. Um, and yeah. yeah, maybe I will treat your guests to a fun little technical glitch, fingers yeah. crossed. Keep an ear out for that listeners. Also, yeah, as we, uh, as we mentioned before, we know each other, we shot, uh, we were in, uh, what would you call it? A pilot? Would you call it an indie film? We were in a, pro a project together. Uh, January 2020. Is that right? Yes, right at the beginning of right at the beginning of 2020. And that was in Oklahoma. What 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 did you think of Oklahoma? What were your takeaways from the project? Yeah. Um. What do you think about Oklahoma? Great pizza. I remember oh, we yeah. got good good pizza. Um. There's a big 
bottle in the middle of nowhere. There's just yes. like a giant bottle that off of uh, lit- Route 66. Yeah. Yeah, just lit up, and I was like, "What? Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, kind of flat. Um, kind of flat. Uh, and really, uh, the people I met were nice. All the people I met were nice." I thought, you know what? I got the same sense in Oklahoma City as I did in Austin. It's a lot of like hungry people that are really interested in uh, creating projects and doing a lot of work uh, in the entertainment industry. They just, the nuclear, the center of it isn't there. The center of the entertainment industry just doesn't happen to be there. Uh, But yeah, really hardworking, great people. And Raleigh, who has been a guest on this program, uh, brought us both there, was able to cast us. And I thought that was just an incredible uh, incredible excuse to visit Oklahoma City. It was super fun. City. Yes. Yes. It was so fun. I mean, like, that's one of the fun things about being an actor is that you get to travel to places where you're like, I would never go here otherwise. But like, you yeah. get to go and see like different little like slices of life. Like, I remember I one time went to this place called Fort Bragg, California, which I would have Ooh. never gone to. Very small coastal town. Very fun. Very cool. Look at you. What a what a what a globetrotter you are. For I know Fort all Bragg, over. Yeah, to Oklahoma. <laughs> United States. I did find Oklahoma. Yeah, a little flat, but also sprawling. Like there's a you know it's wide. Yeah, it's vast. Um, and I had a great time. But you reside. You grew up in Winneka, Illinois. Is that am I saying that right? Yeah, Winneka. Winneka, Illinois. Now, okay, what's happening in in Winneka, Illinois? What's happening in, in, in Winneka, Illinois? What do we need to know? Uh, well, I mean, right now, like, <laughs> the real estate prices have gone down a little bit. I've heard oh, that okay. recently. Are you, uh, this, but, are you yeah. one of those people that, like, check Zillow for Oh, uh, you know property? it, Peter. Really? You know it. I, you know, it's because I, you know, I get off on it. I get off on the fact. <laughs> there's that SNL sketch. Very funny, very accurate. Yeah. But it's like, I, you know. What's the pleasure LA's, in that? Because I don't do that. I don't do that. But what's, what's it's, the pleasure It's in that being like, I could afford a small home in my hometown if I wanted to. I don't, I'm, mm. you know, I'm an LGA girl now. Um, but like, <laughs> if I'd saved, I could, I could own a home there. Uh, just like knowing that like, it's possible. Like it's yeah. possible to um, achieve the quote unquote uh, American dream of owning a home. Achieve the dream, two and a half kids, a dog and a cat. You know, I have my guilty pleasure. Would you call that a guilty pleasure or just a pleasure, regular pleasure? No, it's guilty. There's like, it's like, what, what am I? It's not productive. I'm not doing, you know. You know what that is to me, for me? It's uh, grocery store sushi. Oh, God, no. <laughs> because no, so that's like I, Russian roulette. <laughs> uh, it really is because I'm, you know, because I've got to, I don't know what it is, but it's my biggest guilty pleasure. And I feel like, oh, yeah, I mean, sushi. Like, this is great. This is, this is great. Like, I don't have a, that's my, it's what Zillow is to you or, and to others who share this grocery store sushi is to me. It's like, it's already there. It's the, these are the reasons why I like it. It's there. It's ready. And (laughs) it's, it's mostly a a courier for soy sauce, you know, it's a, it's a, it's like a forklift for soy sauce and I don't have to have a whole night out and do a big rigmarole. It's like the sushi's there. I'm going to get two of these cartons with the fake green grass that, you know, I discard and then I'm going <laughs> to eat, I'm going to eat this in my car 
and I'm going to have a You don't trunk. even wait to get home. You're just no. like popping it in like popcorn. Exactly. I've got a trunk full of uh, sushi or not trunk, a trunk full of groceries, <laughs> <laughs> a trunk full of groceries and a, uh, a, a lap full of sushi. And I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I, I've got to eat this in my car. Cause if it, there's a different feeling when I eat it in my living room, like I, I don't eat grocery store sushi shame. or taco bell or chain food in my living room i just feel like i feel like it's shame it's a shame yeah exactly well a little bit a little bit of shame but it kanye west had this quote years ago where he said my my house is too nice to play rap music in it and i think my apartment is too nice or I try and try and it, I try and keep it to a level where I'm just like not introducing that. But my car keep it, that filth outside. Outside. <laughs> I'm trying to create a certain vibe in my living room. Uh, but the car, <laughs> the car knows no bounds. The car, uh, you know, if anyone's met me for ten minutes, they know I keep a filthy car for a reason. Uh, all right. So, so anyhow, Winneka, the, uh, the housing prices are dropping, but how, how far outside, uh, would say how far outside of Chicago are we talking? Yeah. It's so it's Winneka is a Northern suburb of Chicago. It's oh, about, uh, I'd say like 25 minutes out of Chicago. It's right, um, on the lake. It's right on Lake Michigan. Oh, um, it's so beautiful. Um, really beautiful during the spring, summer, fall, during the winter. Hold on to your fucking hats. <laughs> you're, I remember walking to school and it being, because I was, I was lucky I lived really close to high school, my high school. Um, oh, cool. I remember walking to school and I remember feeling the boogers freeze in my nose and my, oh my eyeballs God. would sting because they were slowly freezing as I walked oh. to school. No uh, way. Oh my yeah. goodness. Miserable, but the summer makes up for it, right? That's what I hear in Illinois. Summer's really beautiful. It's very humid. Um, okay. You get really sweaty, but it's, it's very beautiful. Yes. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Well, uh, I, I, know, I know a sweaty summer. In, in Florida, our summers are humid, but every, man, I'm not kidding you. In the afternoon, around two o'clock, 10 minute rain shower, then that's it. Rains for 10 minutes and move on. That's it. Isn't that, isn't that insane? Um, that is insane. That's pretty nuts. Uh, though, and, you know, to get us through the summer, my hometown, Cape Coral, we have this big block party uh, for the 4th of July where we shut down a bridge and, you know, listeners have heard about it. And in, in speaking about the summer and speaking about big holidays, I want to go into our first segment. Boop, 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 boop. Biggest holiday. <laughs> that's my stinger for this. That's the, yeah, that's the music for you. Yeah, I feel like, okay, I feel like the biggest holiday would be 4th of July in, uh, in Winneka. There were several things that would happen. There would be like a parade, which I got to be in one year. No I threw like a little tiny car and I threw candy out. Yeah. Like and a little then, like circus monkey? You got like, like a, a little, little tiny car? Yes, exactly. It was a little <laughs> tiny car and I had candy in it. I would throw candy out to people and uh, we oh, would wow. have, uh, there would be, so the center of my town, there was this place called the Village Green, um, okay. which is kind of like the, like the central hub. And we, every 4th of July, there would be a race there where kids would race based on your age. Um, and then you would, you know, and then on they foot? would go up to adults 
on foot, like a foot oh, okay. race where you would just run down because there was a slope of the village green and you would just run down the slope village green. Um, oh, and wow. uh, I never won, uh, but Did I that... wanted to win. <laughs> yeah, those are the questions. Did you ever win and uh, how badly were you injured? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's so funny you bring that up because there was one year where I was doing really well and then I tripped very, very close oh, to the no. finish line. And it was very, um, that was traumatic. Um, so you guys get psyched yes. for 4th of July too, just because it feels like, you know, based on the way that you're describing Illinois or, or the way that I've heard people who live close to Lake Michigan describe it, you're pretty much thawing out for those months, right? And you're excited yes. to just be outside. Yes. So people yes, go, it's get fireworks and stuff like that or what yes we would have fireworks on the golf course and um like a little fun tradition is so everybody would set up their lawn chairs on the golf course and then um almost every year uh the side of the hill would catch on fire because the people <laughs> who were doing the fireworks just were like either drunk or, or just like not capable um <laughs> are you kidding me no it would it was always very dangerous no. um and mosquitoes oh uh, they don't have mosquitoes i live in la now and they they don't re they don't really have mosquitoes here but they do in chicago and i just remember getting eaten alive i you know what i've got a few mosquitoes that have found their way into my uh, apartment there's there's more mosquitoes that have been in my apartment than plates of taco bell and and grocery store <laughs> sushi but yeah lately mosquitoes have been getting into my apartment i also live in la uh but i think it's because uh, I, I'm from Florida, so I like to have like a lot of standing water around me to feel comfortable. So mosquitoes, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll just have a drink of water and just spit it out on the floor. Uh, no, but <laughs> literally I've had like five or six mosquitoes come in. Uh, they're, they're not as common, but for the summer in Winneka, they're, they're pretty common. You'll get bit up or what? Oh yeah. You'll get, you'll get eaten alive. Um, yeah. like your legs will become like braille just covered in little bites um oh my goodness. but yeah so very yeah very fun very fun um <laughs> miserable okay miserable this <laughs> we should also say Winneka. uh that is that stands for something is that does it stand for something yes uh it means a beautiful place um oh. in a language that i don't know what the language is but i was told once on a field trip that it meant beautiful place so so what's interesting is Orlando, where I, I used to live for about four or five years, that is, quote unquote, the city beautiful. That's what, you know, it was coined. Wow. And also, I believe Fort Lauderdale is considered uh, some, they, they, met, they interchange or jumble up the words the same way. It's like, it's not a city beautiful, but city beautiful the or something, <laughs> something, something to that extent. Uh, so yeah, a lot of beautiful cities in America. Uh, I just, you know, or they used to be, who knows? Wild stuff, wild. And uh, yeah, on Lake Michigan, did, were there any like boat parades or anything like that? You said you were so close to it. Oh yeah, no, no boat parades. Um, but uh, there, people would boat, like there, yeah. sometimes people would boat. Um, Lake Michigan is very cold though, usually almost yeah. all year round. It's pretty frigid. And like during the summer, you'd, you'd even have to be brave during the summer to go into Lake Michigan where you're like, like you oh, have to no. kind of like psych yourself up because it's uh, 
pretty glacial, but uh, beautiful, but very beautiful, crystal clear. That's wonderful. That's beautiful. Uh, okay. Now, you, were, you mentioned you were part of a parade. Uh, oftentimes, we'll see celebrities on parade floats. We're going to get into our next segment, Celebs in Town. <laughs> these stingers are, are, they're copyrighted, so I'm paying people for these. <laughs> Uh, all right, celebs in town. Uh, who did everybody know? Like, who's 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 the mayor unofficially or officially in Winneka? Like, who who are some of the people that uh, you you couldn't help but run into? Cool. Oh man, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the I'll start off with like, uh, and maybe these are just like celebrities to me, but it's like yeah, uh, exactly, there's a exactly. teacher, there's a teacher who was literally a math teacher at our middle school for, I don't know, since the dawn of time. His name really? was Mr. Burgess and everybody knew Mr. Burgess. Yeah. Um, and he was always like at the bookstall, which is our bookstore. And um, he, he was known of like, when he would, if he felt like students weren't listening, um, he would take off his glasses and then in the middle of a sentence, would just throw them on the ground. His um, own glasses? His own glasses. And then we would all be like, oh, we'd be so scared. Yeah, uh, what does he have, a drawer full of glasses or you could just start throwing glasses on the floor? Maybe, I'm sure, he, like, we were all like so terrified and then afterwards he'd just open up a file cabinet full <laughs> of glasses. Um, but yes, definitely, definitely a Winneka icon. And then this other celebrity I'm going to mention. Well, hold um, on. The well, for the teacher, did everyone know him just because he taught like, did he teach like your, your like older siblings or like exactly. your parents and stuff like that? Yes. That's like, that was like the crazy thing is like he had taught not only siblings, but also parents. And so he had just been around for that long that he had taught oh. like generations of people. And he's like one of those teachers that, he uh, he didn't have a family, but it always felt like he had so many students that his like students were his family. Oh, wow. um, and he he was the only math teacher I've ever had that got me excited about math. Every other teacher made me want to be like, what the you know, is this what are we doing numbers? This is a waste of time. <laughs> uh, but well, he made me think math was cool and beautiful. <laughs> and um, there you have yeah. it. That's the secret to being a good teacher. Just have no family, abandon all social <laughs> life, and you'll have a real effect on the kids. I, you know, was he, I mean, single teacher, was was he a babe? Was he dating? Like, you know, did you did you see him in the, in know, the grocery store or what? He was um, pretty ancient by the time I had him Got as it. a teacher, but, you know, be beautiful and hot in a mythical way and in, in a kind way. Um, yeah, like a dragon. A really... Like a dragon, exactly. He has like a magical dragon who spouts math uh, and algebra equations instead of fire. I love it. I love the sound of that. Uh, sounds like a cool guy. I mean, what, what grade was this? This was seventh and eighth grade. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know why I was talking about this this week, but there was a third grade teacher that I remember. His name was Mr. Irwin. And I think I was just, I don't, I couldn't tell you what he taught, but I remember, but here is the deal. He third grade teacher, 
he had one arm, loved to play the piano, uh, knew everything there was to know about the Titanic, drove a Corvette, and may or may not have been inappropriate with students. Oh my God. I mean, if, you're, <laughs> if you've got a Florida teacher bingo chart, it's bingo. It's filled up on that guy. Oh. Mr. Irwin and I could and like that I had great teachers but for some reason I mean obviously that guy sticks out and he I don't I mean I had I had some nice teachers none of them you know single math dragons like your guy but this guy he would play piano with one arm and then I don't remember being taught anything from him he just told us to sit down and then one day this girl Jennifer comes in with some opinions on the Titanic. Oh. And he, he was like, no, you don't. Like the opinion was that if the Titanic had just hit the iceberg straight on and kept going straight on towards it, it could have broken the iceberg and it wouldn't have sank because the Titanic hit the iceberg at an angle uh, ah. because they tried to get out of the way because it was too late essentially to get out of the way. Uh, and that just set him off like red in the face. Like he was playing angry piano. Uh, oh and just like, there was a piano in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. This was, oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but just bizarre. I mean, he has, he has a lasting effect on me, but not in a positive way. And just like, oh, <laughs> I maybe just don't want to drive a Corvette. I, I haven't met too many guys that, drive Corvettes that I want to be friends with, to be honest, or, you know, are accused of pedophilia, et cetera. You know, <laughs> it's par for the course in Florida, but you know, it's, it's whatever, it's what it is. Uh, terrible, terrible thing. Uh, but yeah, remember, I remember that teacher. Yeah. Um, he sounds pretty unforgettable. Pretty unforgettable. I wonder if he's still around. I imagine. Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully he got found out. God. Um, but anyhow, who is your, who is your other, who is your other uh, celeb oh, in town? Yeah. The other celeb in town is um, not a person, but a house. <laughs> I love um, it. All right, great. So there's a really famous house in our town because it is the Home Alone house where no! they filmed the Home Alone movies. Yes. Uh, another fun fact about our town, and this is a real celebrity, but... Um, John Hughes filmed almost all of his movies in our town. No way. Didn't he used to uh, use the high school as like a, a, a yes. puppet? Like he would set up different classrooms as different um, for different departments. Wouldn't he do that? Yes, he did that with Home Alone. He filmed uh, <clears throat> the scene where uh, the burglars flood the house in the pool where I learned how to swim. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Dude, that is so amazing. Yeah, so what, yeah. So where, where was that pool? What was that pool? It was the pool. So our high school- It was a high school? Uh, was, it was a high school pool. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So um, it, there are two like campuses for my high school in our town. Yeah. Because a bunch of other towns would send their kids to go to high school in my town. And I went to high school of like 4,000 kids. And okay. um, so we had like, it was big. It was big, almost like a small college. And uh, yeah. yeah, 
the uh, freshman campus was abandoned for some time because there weren't enough kids to go to it. And that's when he filmed it uh, was when that campus had been abandoned. So they had early. separate, they had separate campuses for different grade levels. Yeah. So freshmen Whoa. went to one campus and then sophomore juniors and seniors went to another campus. And that meant the freshmen never got to interact with any of the upperclassmen. Like sometimes for activities, you would like, they'd have buses to shuttle mm. back and forth between the two campuses, but, but no, it, it wow. was, you were kind of isolated as a freshman. And oh, okay. And was there like a freshman pool and then an upperclassman pool or there was just one pool? No, there were two pools. What? You had two pools? <laughs> which yes. pool did you, which pool did you learn to swim in? The, the freshman one I learned how to uh, swim okay. in. And then, well, so here's a fun fact about Illinois is, yeah. um, I, don't, I don't know if this is because uh, we, we have like an obesity problem in Chicago, but you are required to take gym all four years of high school. Wow, so I had to take swimming every single year. And after the trauma of my freshman year, I then took swimming lessons on the side so that I wouldn't be embarrassed again. And that, did you still have to take a different physical education course? So it, it was like every, every year you had to take uh, like a phys ed and you always, there was always a swimming unit every single year. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so you, you copped out of them the sophomore through senior year. No, I, I, I had to swim sophomore, junior, senior year, but I took swimming lessons on the side. So you got better at it. So I got better at it. So I didn't have to be in the, the lame, the lame kid. This might be happening. The robot voice might be happening right now. <laughs> it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse where he said the magic word. Ah! If you heard the ah! <laughs> if you heard the robot voice, Instagram comment Peter underscore Murphy at the exact time. We're giving away tote bags and stickers. <laughs> Uh, 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 can you hear me? I'll be back. Do I sound like the Terminator? Uh, yeah, but a very, a very nice, you know, Terminator 2. You sound like you could save me. Fantastic. Oh, I was, I'm so, I'm so sorry to derail you. I just had to, I, I was so, ha I, I didn't know what it would sound like, but I'm so <laughs> glad we went on that journey together. Uh, so, it would be kind of disappointing if I didn't have it, right? Exactly. We teased it up top. Chekhov's robot voice. Yeah. Uh, that, is, that is incredible. I was just thinking the other day that, you know, we've been in quarantine for like 12 months at this point, And my gym teacher would probably be disappointed in me. My physical education teacher would be disappointed in me. Because like looking at my body now, I feel like I have the antibody. Like not necessarily the vaccine antibodies, but as far as bodies go, my body is the antibody. Uh, so I, ah, well, Mr. Jennings was my gym teacher and I just have to apologize to him. But you <gasps> had to take, you had to take, uh, your, yeah, what? Your gym teacher's name was Mr. Jennings? Mr. Jennings. That was one of the three gym teachers I had in middle school. My last name is Jennings. It is. <laughs> Bingo. Ah! Wow. It's magic word is Jennings. It really was. It was Mr. Jennings. And then one guy was named Mr. Greg. Uh, he preferred his first name. Uh, and then I forget my third, I forget her name, my third gym teacher. She mostly, you know, was assigned to the uh, 
the women or the girls in the middle school class. Um, but anyhow, you had, you had to take it for three years. That is, or for, excuse me, four years in high school uh, swimming. That's, I mean, and you, you were dedicated to getting better at it. Yes. I just like, it's the losers that had to, like, if you were bad, you had to swim in the shallow end and you were a loser. And I just like was already <laughs> so much of a loser in high school that I was like, I have to be good at one thing, which is swimming. It's like, <laughs> if I can't be good at, you know, socializing or going to parties, at least I can be good at freestyle. So you got the swimming tutoring. That's amazing. That is dedication. That's serious. That's a real deal. Uh, okay. Hughes, uh, I heard that he would shut down, a, not shut down a high school, but he would be filming in the summer. And this is such a genius idea to use classrooms as different departments. Like art department was yeah. in a certain classroom. Uh, and then, you know, VFX was in a different classroom. And then everyone could just, you know, uh, just coordinate as if the school was running. Do you know what high school that was? Was that your high school? That was my high school. Yeah. Whoa, that is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you guys had a great film program or was there anything like no. any mementos that he had uh, left behind or no? I know you, you would think that there would be, but no, the only like kind no. of like memento or like hint that like John Hughes was involved in our town is anytime like before summer break or before winter break, we would, and this was like almost through all my grades, um, mm-hmm. you would have like a movie day where it would be like, You've turned in all your projects. We're just going to watch a movie. And the movie was always Ferris Bueller's Day Off because <laughs> uh, it takes place in Winneka. Um, and so we oh. uh, always watch that movie. Yeah, they filmed part of Ferris Bueller's Day Off in Winneka. They filmed part of 16 Candles in Winneka. They filmed part of The Breakfast Club in Winneka. <clears throat> wow. Um, all oh, of those junkies. Do you guys have that library, that big library that's in? Uh, oh, I can't think of the movie right now. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, yeah. Is that your library? No, unfortunately uh, not. Well, what a great library. Part, part of that library mm. is part of our library, but like the big cool part that everybody knows wasn't our wasn't uh, our library. I know. Dang, but still, um, you know, awesome, cool stuff you had yeah. around there. Matthew Broderick probably, you know, signed, you know, probably put his name in a textbook or something in the library, or maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe ran over some random Irish person. I don't know. Google it. Google <laughs> it. I'm coming for you, Broderick. All right. Well, fantastic. That's uh, an incredible fact about your uh, your hometown. In Fort Myers, uh, the town just across the bridge from my hometown, uh, I believe they shot the Day of the Walking Dead. Oh my gosh. And there's like a for as many years as I can as you know as that film's been out. There's been a zombie, what is it, conference or something. There's like an event that happens there, which is kind of neat. Uh, but you're, oh, wow. I would much rather be from John Hughesville uh, <laughs> than Zombie Town, aka Florida, <laughs> aka Bath Salt Capital. Uh, all right, well we've we've cut. We're nearing the end of the podcast, and Ali, this has been great. Let's not blow it now. One last thing, one good thing. This is our final final segment. Now, if someone finds themselves in Winneka, we already know, yeah, check out John Hughes High School. Um, go check out both pools at the high school. Um, if someone were dropped in Winneka, what's, uh, what's some survival tips that they should have? And what, you know, what do they need to check out in Winneka, Illinois? Yeah, um, survival tips, um, get a 
get a membership to a country club. If you don't, um, <laughs> you you will be an outcast, like my family was. Um, <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Get. Um, oh my gosh, I think the name of the this is the name of the country club that everyone belonged to was called Indian Hill. Ooh. Um, yeah. yikes. Um, uh, so that's much better than the country club, uh, that my family or that was next to my house, which was, um, <laughs> you know what? I better not even say. <laughs> don't join country clubs, guys. They're overrated uh, and overpriced. Don't uh, trust country clubs. You know what? I'm the, if you come and see my stand-up comedy shows, I'll I'll be a little more uh, X-rated. But uh, for now, for the podcast, for the podcast, let's you know, forget it. Uh, country clubs, a survival tip. Uh, is that where most of the um, uh, interacting is going on, as far as like adults? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, pools, tennis courts, uh, you know, luncheons where you have to, you know. Mm. wear collared shirts and stuff um so yeah there's a lot of, that's where like a lot of the like deals go down i feel like i don't know what the deals are but they're oh. going down there at the country club <laughs> uh, the people that control the town control yes it from the country club that's where all the puppet masters are pulling the strings <laughs> um and then if i would tell somebody to go to any place mm. oh gosh you know where i would say there's an ice cream store called Homer's. Oh, that where, sounds cute. Oh, it's so freaking cute. They make their own homemade ice cream. And in the summer, they make peach ice cream. And in Ooh. the winter, they make peppermint ice cream. And I used to drink a lot of milkshakes there. Very, very fun. Oh, my gosh. Homer's. And, you know, how long has that place been around? As long as, you know, you can oh, remember? So long. Ancient. Oh. It's ancient. As ancient as Mr. Burgess. Isn't it? It's Mr. Burgess. Yeah. In fact, on a rare occasion, you'll find old Burgess saddling <laughs> up to a peach ice cream cone <laughs> on a hot summer day. Isn't it interesting that uh, I have to say, let me know if this is true for you. Mm. you mentioned ice cream places. Mm. Something about hometowns and like places that aren't a big city, you know, Philadelphia, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, whatever, or Chicago. Something about those small towns that everybody remembers the ice cream place. Doesn't matter what generation you came from. It's like, ah, oh, there's an ice cream place that I remember. There's an ice cream place. And for me, there's also a shoe place because growing up, I remember people, this is a different America, I think, but people could be a shoe salesman and make enough to own a house. And that was their only job. Side hustles did not exist then. You know, we're yeah. talking like, 90s 80s late 80s 90s uh was, was that the same for you like do you have a lot of memories at the ice cream place or like do you remember getting you know your first your, or your pair of shoes for the school year or anything like that yeah i um there there was a bookstore called the book stall where it's like you would oh. go oh man they just like i'm sure it's out of business now thanks amazon don't, don't say that it's oh i'm sure it's gosh i hope it's still around there's yeah there were places like that, the bookstall, and then there was uh, the depot, which was uh, this like little diner, and it was called the depot because oh. on on the top of the restaurant was a small train that would go around the tracks. And, um, <laughs> inside, inside, you would inside, just inside, and you would watch the little train 
go on its tracks on the ceiling and because you were in the depot. Uh, and so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cute as fuck. Sorry, are we allowed to swear? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course you did. Did you have, we had, um, did you guys have a mall or did you have like freestanding, a freestanding shoe place? Because we had this place called Snyderman's. And it was its own place. And these two brothers, the Snydermans, owned it. And they, they I swear to God, they must have, you know, put shoes on like thousands and thousands of people. And they were just the nicest, coolest, coolest dudes around. Uh, did you have like a, a, a place like that? Or was it like more like mm -hmm. a foot action mall situation? We had a place called The Laundry. And oh. The Laundry was like Coin operated coin operated <laughs> you wash your clothes there um no <laughs> yeah, it's uh heard of it yeah <laughs> um and there were just like a bunch of like little tiny boutique stores in the laundry and it was like this kind of like beautiful brick building um and they had a caribou coffee which um Ooh. uh i don't know if they have caribous here but they I have them in the What's oh my gosh it's like a midwest starbucks <laughs> oh okay that's uh, the name of the franchise yeah it is it's a franchise store but it's a really big deal because um franchises weren't allowed in my town um, no kidding there yeah they tried to keep franchises out and the only ones that i remember that got in were caribou coffee and mcdonald's but they were very particular about McDonald's and they said no archways. So they couldn't be any signs outside of the McDonald's letting people know that it was a McDonald's. You just had to know that in this cute little store is a McDonald's. Wow. I, I will venture a guess to say that that is the only McDonald's without the golden arches in the world. It's gotta be right. M probably, but maybe, but it was like a very like special, like it was like a big deal. And, and I remember in that McDonald's, there were like stained glass windows and stuff and beautiful stonework. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's uh, weird. That is incredible. That's amazing. My, uh, wow, what a fun McDonald's. My McDonald's uh, growing up, it, it had a play place, you know, the ball mm -hmm. pit where, you know, yeah. a kid, kid lost his diaper. That sort of stuff happened. Uh -huh. uh, you'd find a diaper in the ball pit. You'd find, you know you know, some, some stuff you didn't want to find on the slide. One year, my birthday is December 20th. And uh, mm. one year my mom thought, oh, we should have Peter's birthday on his birthday and have it at McDonald's. And we, there, I invited everyone in my class, there were like 35 mm. kids. And, uh, you know, it was a McDonald's play place. So, you know, on top of the jungle gym setup and all that stuff, there were all the characters that you could sit on that were the seats, like the Grimace seat or like the Fry Guy mm. seat. Ronald McDonald's seat, and uh, one kid showed up <laughs> to my birthday. This is so close to Christmas that uh, I don't remember a single thing from that party except uh, trying to comfort my mom <laughs> because she felt so bad and she was trying to play it off like it didn't bother her. And I was like, Mom, it's good. It's fine. Thank you so much. <laughs> so much. But one kid showed up. Uh, his name oh was Adam. He was the sweetest dude. Uh, and then, yeah, I think he moved away the next year. But uh, but my goodness, oh my that, 
gosh, that's Those so sweet that you're trying to comfort your poor mother who's so I mean, sad and I mean, devastated. Like, uh, She's like, I'm, oh yeah. my gosh, Peter's going to be traumatized by this. <laughs> and I was, I was, I, I am. I, I continue to be, uh, I blame her. But you know what? That's uh, like we talked about before uh, we started the episode. Uh, that's for a, a therapist to dissect. <laughs> Ali Jennings uh, from Winneka, Illinois. Ali, thank you so much for joining the program. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Absolutely. And I can't wait to uh, check out the, the next uh, rom-com on your rom-com podcast. And uh, yeah, this has been great. I can't wait to visit Winneka, Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know if you do. Heck yeah. All right. Well, I feel like I've already been there. Uh, <laughs> well, Floridians, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.